Welcome to the Strong Family Podcast. This is episode seven coming at you on a Friday afternoon, the last Friday in May of 2020. Hard to believe we're moving right into June and summer, but we are. And we have another exciting episode planned for you. This is the skyscraper episode. We're going to investigate the four tallest skyscrapers in the world. But before we get there, our longtime listener, Eric, out of Jackson, Michigan, had a few questions for our guys. So let's start with the questions. Boaz, question is this. What's your current best 40-yard dash time? I ran a, with an app, which is a specialized app. I ran a 6.23. 6.23. And what's your goal? Uh, to get sub-six. Sub-six. You're on your way. Keep at it. Eric also throws out a question to Simeon. Simeon, yeah, for your... Um, Episode where you got into some interesting places to visit, the Atlas Obscura episode. You mentioned a volcano in Iceland that you could actually go down inside of it. Mm-hmm. Eric asked, do you know how much that costs? I do not, but I don't actually. Any guesses? How much to go down inside of a volcano in Iceland? Probably not over $100, probably less, but I don't know. Okay, the answer, $355 will get you down inside of the volcano. All right, no, $355. Uh, Shadrach, what's the last book you've read? Shadrach's a big reader. Um, you've read quite a bit of books here. What's the last book you've read? The last book I've read, I forget because I've been going through books so a lot and I haven't kind of read one in the night um, in a long time. I think it would be like a chapter book, like maybe The Boxcar Children. Boxcar Kids? Okay. Yeah. And Meshach, you just started riding a bike. What's the best part about being able to ride your own bike now? Of not having a hard seat, since it's kind of made plastic. It gets tired when you um get it, um push on the floor. Instead of pushing, you get a bike with um a two-wheeler. Yeah, all right. A little bit easier than the Strider bike that had yes. no pedals to it. That is so... I'm not fun as much since you hurt your bottom. All right. Let's jump into our discussion at hand. I've always been fascinated by the world's tallest skyscrapers. Something amazing about these buildings that go way up into the sky, kind of defy gravity. Quick bit of history here. Up until 1894, the world's tallest buildings were actually always cathedrals. They didn't have the same sort of infrastructure, the steel beam that would allow them to go higher. So, for example, you had the Strasbourg Cathedral, the Church of St. Nicholas in Hamburg. Those were the world's tallest skyscrapers. Well, then in 1908, the United States entered the scene with our colossal Philadelphia City Hall that measured in at about 550 feet tall, which, of course, back then, I'm sure seemed like it was one step short of the Tower of Babel. Now, we wouldn't even consider... Philadelphia City Hall, a skyscraper. By comparison, 100 years later, in 2008, the Taipei 101 in Taiwan was built at 1,671 feet, three times the size. I'm also a little interested in the way that geography has played into this. In 1930, 99 of the 100 tallest buildings were in North America, mostly America, and mostly New York City. Now, the top four you're about to find out are all in Asia. None of them are in the United States. 
And only about 25% of the world's tallest buildings are in the United States of America. So we've had a shift mostly to Asia. Some of the designs are pretty amazing. For example, the, I think you all know the skyscrapers are built to sway in the wind, to absorb the wind and the weather. The technology has had to uh, really evolve over the years. Here's something pretty fascinating. It's getting harder and harder to build elevators that go all the way from ground floor to the top floor, not because of the distance so much as the weight of the cables. If you can imagine a cable that stretches from uh, 1,700 feet from the top down to the bottom, how much does that cable weigh? It's almost too much for a motor to pull, not just the elevator, but the actual cable holding it up. So a few years ago, a firm designed something called the Ultra Rope, which is no longer steel cable construction, but a, a different technology. So the technology's really had to advance. I guess the question that comes up is, how high do you think these buildings can go? Well, guess what? Boaz is going to give you the world's tallest building. Something bigger is coming. The Kingdom Tower in Jeddah, scheduled to be completed in the next couple years, is going to be a kilometer tall. One kilometer tall. Pretty amazing. But let's find out what we've got coming. Boaz, the world's tallest building. Tell us about it. I have the Burj Khalifa, and it is located in the city of Dubai, which is in the country of United Arab Emirates. Total, the total height is 2,717 feet, which is 828 meters. There is 163 floors, and I believe the observation deck is on the 147th floor. Uh, it cost $1.5 billion to build. Construction started on January 6, 2004, and ended on October 1, 2009. Opening day was about a little... Less than a year later, on January 4th, 2010. It is now used as offices, residential homes, hotels, and restaurants. I have some fun facts here. The Burj Khalifa is three times as tall as the Eiffel Tower and about two times taller than the Empire State Building. And uh, this is a cool fact. Uh, it takes about three months to clean all of its windows. All right. Can you imagine being a window cleaner, Boaz? Um, I think it would just be really scary. Yeah, if you were up on the, uh, how tall was it again? Uh, 2,717 feet, but I think there's 163 floors. Okay. But yeah. So if you were up on the 163rd floor, hanging with nothing under your feet except for maybe a steel wow. platform, what would it be like for you to be cleaning windows that high up? I would just be doing about this just very slowly and carefully and... Uh, take me a while to just get one window because yeah. I'd be so scared all the way up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to work in a building like that one day? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to just see one of the and visit one of the tallest buildings in the world. But to work there, um, yeah, that'd be pretty fascinating to just look out and be up so up high and see the whole city. Yeah. You'd have a great view the entire day. Mm -hmm. All right, thanks, Boaz. That was in the Middle East. You're going to notice we've got two of the world's tallest towers are in the Middle East, and two of them are in China. Simeon's got building number two located in China. Simeon, tell us about the world's second biggest skyscraper. Mine is called the Shanghai Tower, and it opens in public in 2016. It is uh, 2,073 feet tall, and it has 137 floors, 
It's 120 floors high, but it's five floors underground. It has the fastest elevators on Earth. It finished in February 18, 2015. In the money, it was estimated to be $2.4 billion. The Shanghai Tower is used for things like offices, hotels, tourism, parking, and exhibits. It has two sister towers. It's China's tallest skyscraper. The tower has once 16,000 people daily. It can go, the elevator can go up to 45.8 miles per hour, which is 20 and a half meters per second. And construction began in 2008. It has the world's highest observation deck. I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that the elevator goes 45 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Wow, can you imagine that? Yeah, I watched a video about it. It shows you where where you are on the tower, and it, sh it shows how, how much floors you go by, and it's really fast. I bet. Well, to go from ground floor, street level, all the way up to 130 floors high in the air. 137. 137. That's a, that's a ways up there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Also, the other piece that stuck out to me, 16,000 people live or work in the building? Yeah, every day. Every single day, which is more than our town of Chelsea. So our entire town could fit inside of that building. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty awesome. What do you think about working or living in a building like that one day? It's kind of cool because there's a twisty design around it. for It can like absorb the wind. And it kind of is an inner layer and an outer layer. The outer layer is like where people can walk around the whole entire building, but inside the building... But though inside the building, there's windows all on the outside of you and the inside, so it's really cool. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, the Shanghai Tower is considered one of the more beautifully designed towers, and it does have a twisting spire look to it, which is partly aesthetic, but also partly the design. As Simeon mentioned, once you get as high as some of these towers, you have to account for the wind, for the weather, and then for some of these places that are in Asia, you have to account for... Uh, tremor shocks underground, which Simeon mentioned. How, how deep did it go? Well, five stories. Five stories. And how do they make it attached or grounded underneath? Um, I don't know. concrete or pillars? I think it's concrete. Yeah, so it's they so pour that much to try to shock absorb for it. So pretty amazing architecture and design involved these buildings. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to building number three. Shadrach has an interesting one. My... Is the Mecca clock tower in Saudi Arabia, and it is 1,972 feet tall. It is 124, and it was built starting to build um in 2004, and it ended in 2012. It costed 15 billion dollars to make it. It's the is the tallest clock. And it has 96 elevators. Okay, did I hear you say that right? Nine is $15 billion to build? Yes. That's pretty amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, it, it is the world's tallest clock tower. We have a clock tower here in Chelsea, but this one dwarfs it. There's a whole complex around it. But yeah, the sheer size of it, it's surrounded by a bunch of other buildings. To have 94 elevators involved just shows you how large Six. it is. 96, 96. elevators? Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. How do you think this compares to the clock tower in Chelsea? Four times as much. Yeah. Or three. Yeah, at least. 
at yeah. least. All right, and moving on to the last, the fourth tallest skyscraper in the world belongs to Meshach, and this one is found in China also. What's yours called, Meshach? Mine is called... Ping An. Ping An. Financial Center. Um, Financial Center. It is nine... 1,000... 1,065 um, feet. So just under 2,000 feet tall. How many floors are in it? 100... 180... 118 floors. floors. What does the ping on mean? Safe and well. Okay, so I guess the translation of ping on is safe and well, which, I don't know, that sounds like a pretty good word to apply to something that tall. All right, well, we don't have any experience with those buildings, but the boys, minus Meshach, have all been up in what used to be the world's tallest tower. It's called the Willis Tower. Most of you over 30 will probably recognize it as the Sears Tower in Chicago. They changed names recently. Boys, do you remember going up in the Willis Tower? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was oh, it like? Yeah. I was yeah. sick during it. I was not. Yeah, yeah. we went up really high. We went, with, uh, we went by our, our whole family, and there was glass platform that went out and you got to stand on that and I, I remember jumping on it and like I remember my sister being a little like scared like it's gonna break or whatever but yeah I really enjoyed it most people were scared and I was just laying on it having fun yeah they did build a a, a uh, step out where you could literally step onto glass look straight down through your feet at the street below unfortunately after we'd gotten up there cloud cover came up completely obscured our view so that we felt like we were just looking out at white clouds the entire time but pretty amazing feat so thanks guys a good a good summary of the world's tallest buildings and a big welcome to our final guest as always miss tanya strong tanya welcome well thank you thank you for having me friday grocery run wrapped up ah oh, it's a good thing to be done she's all smiles now but we've uh invited this important guest on for a reason she is well-versed in one particular skyscraper. Tell us about this specific skyscraper of yours. Well, I chose the Empire State Building, which is a 102-story Art Deco-style skyscraper that's in Midtown Manhattan in New York City. And it was built between the years of 1930 and 31. And do you know where it gets its name? I don't. Well, it's uh, um, New York is nicknamed the Empire State, so it's after that oh. nickname. So, yeah. So it and for um, a number of years it was the tallest, um, the world's tallest building, and um, until the World Trade Center was constructed in 1970. After its collapse, it again was the world's um, tallest building until um, 2012. So twice it held the record. Wow. So yeah. Well, that's all well and good, but what makes this so special in comparison to the Burj Khalifa? Well, because in 2001. We got engaged on top of the Empire State Building. What? And yes. Tell we... us about that. How did that happen? <laughs> well, when we were dating, right? And you asked me if I wanted to go on a trip somewhere. I didn't even know where we were going. We took an Amtrak train to New York. And um, then we, uh, the next morning, we got up and went to Starbucks Coffee, of course. Of course. And then went to the top of the building. And the next thing I know, Lumen had given his video camera, I believe, to someone to take a video of us. And the next thing I know, he was on one knee and asked me to marry him. Your first words were, get up, get up. 
thinking I was joking, if I recall. No, I didn't do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, my first words were, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I chose the Empire State Building. It's a favorite building of mine. And we have a picture of it hanging in, a very large picture of it hanging in our living room. Yep. 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 The center of our living room. Yeah. Well, that is a nice story. It's a good story. I'm glad I could be part of that. You are part of that story. <laughs> All um, right. How does your new week look coming up here next week? Oh, I haven't, even, I haven't even thought about it. Yeah. I've got two weeks, not even of the kids left to school. Yep. Two so, weeks left. Yeah. Summer's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tanya. Always nice to have you on here. Great to be here. And with that, have a great week. We will see you next week for the Strong Family Podcast.